mountaintop Burning like a silver flame The summit of beauty and love Andrea is her name She's got us Yeah baby, she's got us I am Andrea I'm your fire with your desire Welcome back, Grooving Gods and Goddesses. I wanted to share with you where I'm at on my personal ascension journey and share a little bit of collective energy for the next week or so through the full moon on October 4th or 3rd, depending on where you are on the globe. There is a, a shift happening that's, you know, a little more positive, but it might not exactly feel that way at a moment. Um, here and there. So don't let that discourage you. But on a personal level, uh, I've been really trying to get my act together as much as I have time to do that. It seems like, um, and, and this is true for everybody. I'm not saying that anything about my life is particularly exciting and special at the moment, but, uh, there's just always, weird things happening at the moment, whether it's on a global level or environmentally or on a personal level. And whether it's my stuff or not, I'm usually uh, needed to help out with whatever it is. So uh, we've been having that going on. But at the same time, I've been managing to um, get everything online that I choose to at this time for Grooving Goddess podcast and also the Grooving Goddess uh, intuitive readings, um, trauma coaching, um, and I like to call it an ascension pathfinder, um, like a nature guide, a trail guide only for ascension. And what I mean by that is I've traveled and absorbed and researched and just gotten obsessed with and into many, many, many different things in my travels throughout my life. And I'm one of my archetypes for my sacred contract. I guess I need to do an episode about that in particular. Carolyn Miss, M-Y-S-S, um, and what sacred contracts are. In short, it's your contract with the universe, your soul contract as to what you plan to do while you're here and um, much like astrological signs we also have a wheel with uh, multiple archetypes and one of mine is a networker which basically means that I'm like the universal information desk so uh, part of that is a connection to uh, memory and Akashic records which I'm not really prepared at this point to offer as a service necessarily, but it definitely does help my ability to uh, tell others what I think the cards are trying to tell them and point people in the right direction because not everybody is going to find every single thing to be personally inspiring or enlightening 
or um, elevating their vibration or whatever it is your personal goal is not everybody wants to be a card reader not everybody likes yoga you know I what was it that I saw was it was it metal yoga or no 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 I think it was metal ballet or something like that but anyway the point was they took something that's normally seen as very um you know, peaceful with, uh, triangles going ting and, um, singing bowls, which I love. Don't get me wrong. Everything that I say, even if I say it in a slightly mocking way, I probably enjoy myself. So I am not, um, maligning any particular thing. Um, but you know, not everybody responds to everything. And so I am a good resource for, having a short conversation with you and being able to say, well, I think your guides think it might be a good idea if you investigated these three things and then, um, give you resources to get started with whatever that is. But in the meantime, my Ascension journey, um, part of who I am is that I learn by teaching. So I think that's part of why I need to have some sort of expression that is both um, sharing to maybe help others along the way and also uh, teaching me by helping them. Um, that's why I decided to, instead of trying to do, there's so many people who do collective readings and predictions and cosmic weather much better than me. So we'll just call it Ascension weather. And occasionally there seems to be such an overarching theme amongst all the card readers I follow and whether it's a personal reading or a collective reading, certain things keep coming up. And so this week was kind of one of those weeks. Um, another thing that I've noticed is the timing of things. Um, I think we tend to find things when we need to hear them. So if you're coming to this reading later, it must apply to you in the moment that you're listening to it, probably in some way that may not be specific to any, uh, chronological, uh, linear time. But in this case, um, what I've seen is that and this has nothing to do with any sort of hierarchy, like anyone is uh, further along in the path or behind in the path or whatever. You're just in different places on the game board. Let's put it that way. Um, it seems like I tend to experience the prevailing energy that's coming. And maybe this is part of what allows some people to be able to uh, intuit and read what's coming. A little better um, but I seem to experience what's going to happen before it's going to happen so I'm a little I'm about a week ahead or two weeks ahead some of the time from everybody else which um, in a lot of ways drives me nuts sometimes because everyone else will be like well I'm having uh, and energy and I'm I want to go dance and I've written a book this morning with my coffee and uh, I think I'll start a charity and you know everybody's super manic and I am uh, going through some kind of like trauma release through relationship uh, conflict and and recognizing my shadow and the situation and 
uh, having physical fatigue or, or I'm having, um, they're not unpleasant. I don't feel bad, but I'm just, it's like, I can't stay awake to save my life. So when I've had a really major, um, download and the, the, whether you want to call them aliens, angels, uh, galactic beings, um, other aspects of you, because a lot of us think that we're all really just facets of each other. Uh, a mirror ball is the, one of the current themes. Um, <clears throat> we, uh, uh, still, you know, I get all this information and then sometimes it's so much activation, whether it's like, um, the, what everyone calls the 5D, 6D, 7D downloads, or if it is specific uh, DNA activation and assimilation and <clears throat> activation of my brain that is being assimilated then into my physical body, um, sometimes I need like 36 hours sleep in a row with maybe, you know, an hour, half hour here and there to wake up. Uh, eat something, drink water, and then I'm right back out again. And like I said, I'm not uncomfortable. It's just my body. I need to be asleep to finish whatever process it is. And I've been calling it rest and digest because in the wild, that's how animals deal with, uh, something exciting or scary that happens. They just, you know, they have it and then they like lay down and just take a chill pill for a while and let that process. So at any rate, uh, last week I was really feeling that new moon release ceremony that I did. I basically wrote down every ache, pain, issue, character flaw, annoyance, whatever I'd experienced, uh, in the recent weeks or months that I was just really ready to be done with. I wrote it all down on a piece of paper. I rolled it up and I smoked it. No, I'm kidding. I didn't roll it up and smoke it. I uh, rolled it up and burned it in a fire safe way. Um, and then I buried the ashes. And as I was doing that, I declared that my intention was to release this and that I surrendered to whatever way that would happen. <laughs> and, um, the funny thing about that seems to be is, you know, just like life, it's always a bit of a mixed bag. You get some really unexpected and obviously quote unquote positive things. And then some of the other things you're trying to get rid of, it may happen in what initially seems an unpleasant way, but, um, I'm finding the more you can surrender to that, the better. So I did, uh, a lot of work with the relationship difficulty that I was having and it was all tied to childhood stuff that I didn't even really recognize as a thing until that button was pushed and fortunately uh, the person on the other end is also um, self-aware and enlightened and honestly has more emotional maturity and patience than I do and uh I'm not feral exactly. That would be the wrong way to put it. I have a very loving family that I came from. However, uh, 
real father died before I was born. Um, my mother was super young, bounced back and forth between her and my grandma. Um, there was a lot of craziness and drama, which was, you know, part of the deal with having two, um, you know, ancestral witches, lightworkers, healers, whatever you want to call them, that were fully aware of everything. So I grew up learning about uh, everything, metaphysical, ascension, uh, galactic heritage, all of those kinds of things, um, all religious faiths. So anyway, um, part of the price of that was that it was um, very disruptive. We really didn't have much extended family. The men who were around as step, you know, family were um, not around for very long either because they needed to go or because um, they couldn't work stuff out that with more maturity they probably could have, um, speaking about my mom and my stepdad. But at any rate... Um, I kind and I'm an only child, so I really feel like I have uh, less emotional intelligence when it comes to family and being loved and some of those things. So I was working through all that and bravely doing it. And then in the meantime, when the Brianna Taylor uh, charges were announced, or lack of charges. I went into a deep dive on my anger about that on my Call Me Karen podcast, which is more socio-political if you want to dig into that. But I was just really sad. And then I, I think, um, well, I know in my personal experience, anything I say is my personal experience. So feel free to take or leave whatever works for you. But in my personal experience, when there's a very large incident that causes a lot of pain, hurt, and grief, um, like natural disasters, 9-11, earthquakes where lots of people die, um, or a gross miscarriage of injustice which wounds an already... Um, oppressed and sometimes unjustly murdered. Not that there ever is justification for murder. I guess that doesn't even go together. A uh, group of people. So I was just really drained and I wound up having to take one of those um, 36 hour assimilation naps and feel all the feelings uh, that needed to be felt Sometimes it's like I am a channel or vessel. Uh, it flows through me and I transmute all the pain that's being felt for people who can't seem to get it out themselves or who maybe are unconscious. I think a lot of the people who are uh, unconsciously feeling ancestral shame about what's happening um, but can't face it also have pain they're not dealing with either and so that just kind of gets left uh floating around in our ionosphere and stratosphere here and our emotional body gets all messy and I'm 
along with a lot of other people because I've talked to a lot of other people now who are like this. We're like uh, Pac-Men that just go through and um, get rid of all that uh, emotional blockage. So I was just worn out. And then to the point where uh, I thought I had COVID for a minute because I was coughing so much. So anyway, I worked through all that and um, I'll be doing another episode about assimilating pain, um, how pain helps assimilate the DNA activation and healing that we're experiencing. And one of the, the reasons that um, I was so wiped out was that I also wrote down a bunch of physical stuff. So here's a tip from someone who did it wrong the first time. Um, unless you're ready to go through like a really intense and sudden healing crisis, um, don't write down everything that hurts or everything that you've been experiencing physically, <laughs> especially if you have a lot of it, cause, um, that might be a little too much <laughs> to get rid of it once. Uh, I'll tell you what this last week. <laughs> It felt like, uh, just, you know, like somebody was pulling me apart and putting me back together. Um, my ankles and my hands and my wrists and it was crazy, but, uh, I came out of it feeling better in the long run. Uh, however, um, uh, I got through all that and then I had the energy on Sunday to, pull the cards that I already posted online. I have an, a Facebook page up now. And once I get to hundred likes on there, if you want to go follow me on Facebook at grooving goddess, I'll be giving away a 30 minute reading, personal reading, of course. And, uh, I will also be giving away a reading on Instagram when I hit 333 followers, which we're getting close to, as I love to celebrate those things because I feel like they're an accomplishment. But at any rate, um, my online presence is real. It's there. I'm not going to do a website because website, I'm just still not into it. But uh, I have a booking platform and payment methods all online. And that can be found at Facebook and Instagram. Or you can email me at groovinggoddess at gmail.com. So enough about me. Um the cards that I posted both on IG and Facebook were pulled with myself in mind, but also sort of me and the world because, uh, I feel like there's just so much happening right now, um, that I, I need to kind of have it connected at the moment. So I feel like what we got was a very positive outlook on things. And with Mars and Saturn squaring, um, you can Google that. I'm not going to go deeply into astrology. Um, but what that does is, you know, it, it creates some forward momentum, but maybe not fast enough, uh, for Mars. And then, um, Everybody's cranky with each other, and then they learn to get along, and we're all happy. So in the meantime, um, I pulled a goddess card sort of as a, ironically, I said in my head, what is the, who's the mother of 
the world right now. And it was Demeter, who is an ancient Greek great mother goddess, a goddess of life and death. But um, on the card, she is probably about seven months pregnant or so. <clears throat> and one of the things I said online is that while she is uh, a blessing of fruitfulness, possibility, coming joy, abundant life, and of hope, uh, she's also, you know, about seven months pregnant. And anyone who's had a baby or known anyone who's pregnant knows around that time, you really start to get to the point where you don't want to rush the little... Uh, dumpling but you know that um, you're getting kind of tired of being pregnant and the longer and closer you get to the birth the more tired of being pregnant <laughs> you're probably going to be um, so it's kind of about that final patience and persistence that's needed to birth whatever it is you've been trying to bring I think for us it's about bringing in the golden age of earth and um, prosperity and fruitfulness and uh, a more abundant life for everyone and not just some I you know I'm not a I don't like to be political about these things in here but there's no denying that there are a large majority of inhabitants of the planet that really live in conditions or have to live lives in such a way, even here in the States where everyone thinks we have so much money and freedom, um, that we're, we're living in such a detrimental way that we think we don't have royalty or kings and that we're not all a bunch of peasants anymore. But in reality, the economic structure, if we buy into that, is keeping many of us in that role. And so I feel like there is an equalization coming of uh, prosperity to the level that all humans have at least a basic quality of life that is you can't I know nobody likes to say well it's right and then people don't say well go out and earn it for yourself but they neglect to look at how these systems came into place and why third world quote-unquote third world countries are in the conditions that they're in and it's because first world countries took all their stuff and their money and some of their people and their dignity and so an equalization of that needs to happen and that doesn't mean the rich people still can't be filthy rich and that we can't all have prosperity but we can certainly at least make sure everyone has a roof over their head they're not starving and they have basic health care that is not at all impossible there are people on this earth with so much money that they could give away half their money and still be the richest person on earth and um, maybe feed the whole world with it. So I feel like a little at a time and through our co-creation with the universe, we're getting there. Keep seeing in your mind what you would like the world to be, what you would like the future to look like. See people 
getting along and happy and our environment uh, healing so that there aren't the same kinds of extreme weather events and things that we've been seeing. But all of that is also part of the process. So while Demeter is overseeing the birth, what's coming is justice. And in the Muse Tarot, this is card number 11, and 11 is also the master, uh, soul number, life number, karma number. And the justice cards prompt is karmic alterations. And that's part of what I'm talking about here. Justice has come in in the last three weeks. I knew there was going to be a lot happening around justice. And then we had the Breonna Taylor verdict and we had Ruth Bader Ginsburg passing away. And uh, all of that has to do with justice. But on a inner level, it was about facing our own ways that we are perhaps unjust with others or unfairly um, painting someone as the villain or the enemy or being suspicious or, or judging ourselves too harsh, harshly, um, finding within ourselves what justice really is and what that means to us and taking actions to make sure that we are living a just life and perhaps... Um, I don't like the word fighting anymore, even though sometimes I know it seems like fighting is what we need to do, but, uh, pursuing equal justice and pursuing a just world with our personal life and, um, our country, our town, wherever you are, wherever you see maybe something going on that isn't right, that you can perhaps make a difference even in a small way having a brief conversation in a grocery store checkout line with somebody can go so much further than you have any idea so if anything like that crosses your path take advantage of it and be kind with yourself so a karmic alteration fixing karma and then uh we received the sun from the Muse Tarot. Um, oh, and about the justness. On my case, it was the justice of um, trusting someone or unjustly not trusting someone based on my own patterns and trauma. I had to work through that last week. So you might encounter some of that. But I think the justice coming is going to be very positive in the long run. It might have some growing pains on the way. The sun is powerful positivity and success, optimism, joy, happiness, celebration, family. Uh, card number 19. And the prompt is jovial rumination, which to me this card always just looks like the golden age and represents the inner and outer being balanced and filled with light. So I do believe that that is coming and a large part of the reason we will experience that will be the justice that's going to be coming in. And then we have the queen of materials and this card is so wonderful because 
uh, it shows a very, like, kind of like a, um, as if someone had a poster up, they were going to do a show and then, uh, they're looking very confident in that picture, ready to take on the world. Um, and then down in the corner, she's kind of like giving the side eye to her, her picture there going, see, look what I did. I got all my stuff together. I'm the queen of materials and I am ready to bring it together. Um, keywords are mothering and nurturing energy, financial wealth and gain, unconditional love, prosperity, trusting in the universe to provide lessons of lack and greed, abundance, earth energy, grounding, responsibilities, comforts, the highway of fruition. Now, this is where the taking responsibility for things that may not be yours or maybe you know you don't feel like uh this is your problem or maybe your uh obligation to deal with but in order to get yourself and your life and the world around you where it needs to go you may just need to put your cape on like I had to do yesterday in my personal life and be someone's hero for a little while, even if it's not your problem, not your fault. Maybe you're tired and don't want to deal with it. Maybe you have other things to take care of. But it's partly a calling to be thinking outside of yourself a little bit. She reminds you to lean on family and nurture those around you and to welcome in the prosperity and success that is yours for the taking now. By taking on these responsibilities and caring for others, it will bring you the, uh, what's, what am I looking for? What are the words I'm looking for? It will bring in the harvest of the seeds you've been planting and these beautiful roses that are all over this card when you see it online. Um, I'm going to read you the little poem. There's always a poem at the end of each of these cards explanations. Self-made and self-believed, she stands abreast, herself achieved, an image of projected self of manifested dreams and wealth, a deep investment of her caring and multitudes of joyful sharing, compassion hers, a special kind of earthly wisdom set of mind. So she knows her mind, she's going to use it, and she's going to use it to be giving and compassionate. And for some of you, that may mean giving and compassionate to yourself because I've also had to rein in whatever I could to uh, really stick with my daily practice of taking care of myself because if I don't do those things then I can't give to others and then I start to um, you know weaken and and I'm also way more likely <laughs> to have old stuff get triggered um, when I've been, uh, through different things with my kids or myself, some of the counseling that we've had, they talked about five to thrive and, you know, you need sleep, hydration, movement, nourishment, and some sort of mindfulness, whether that's just a minute of rhythmic breathing or whether you do a meditation or you just close your eyes and listen to music or you lay on the ground and look up at the clouds and think about nothing. All of that counts as mindfulness. 
doing those five things every day seem to be really essential to being able to manage the stressors and um, mental and emotional triggers that you might have in your daily life. It makes it much easier to stay self-aware, to stay awake and conscious of you being a, a galactic light filled person um, having this earth experience. I just say person in the vein that you are a being from somewhere. We're all so different and as I walk along this path I meet more variety every day. Um, I met this really awesome woman who I'm going to ask uh, to be on the podcast who um, doesn't believe they've ever been here and knows they're an alien and I think that's pretty darn cool sometimes uh I mean I can't imagine that must be like the coolest extreme vacation to book you're up there with the glass the galactic federation or um in your version of heaven or the other side or wherever you feel you were before you got here and you're deciding what you're going to do next and um or you're an alien being who's never been to earth and you're just kind of planning your you know vacation and you're like hmm I've never been to earth and then you look and you go holy crap that is going to be the most extreme off-planet vacation ever let's do it you would have to be really excited about a wild ride. That is for sure. So the last card that I pulled was kind of like uh, me asking, what do I need to focus on to accomplish all of this that I'm trying to do? And I always pull a shapeshifter card that's kind of like... Um, to me, the shapeshifter cards really give me guidance as to how to engage what some people call the dark side, you know, the shadow of the light worker, uh, or the dark side or whatever you want to call it. I mean, it, it all just means that we are all many things and, you know, we're happy, we're sad, we're uh, giving or selfish. We experience all the things that we came here to experience as human beings, but the best way to work with your own personal, um, shadow is to give those things a job. And so I like to pull the shapeshifter cards as a guide to transmuting whatever shadow energy I'm working with and knowing what job to give it right now. So, uh, once upon a midnight dreary came up which is um really adorable and it's uh like a characterization of the edgar Allan poe poem of course but um ravens are omens of creativity and they will fly about under moonlight entering your dreams Speaking to you the words you may have been searching for, dropping toward you with a harsh voice that asks you to weave magic now. The best times for this act are the in-between times, the times that are ambiguous, paradoxical, and magical. So, you've probably been working on some sort of creative pursuit right now, and 
maybe feeling, I don't know, held back a little or stuck or feeling like, oh, I'm not ready to do it or whatever. And this is saying, just let it out. Let your creativity come as it will. Uh, you are being connected with the divine and whatever it is you're trying to express will come out and you have magic on your side. Those ravens, which don't be surprised if you start seeing ravens, um, myself and several other card readers that I follow and talk with this last month, especially almost every day it's ravens and then also swords. I didn't get any of those in this week's reading, which was kind of a relief for me. I kind of went, oh, phew, not that swords are bad. They're just a little intense usually. Um, but ravens have been constantly there. And I love the concept of a conspiracy of ravens. So we're having a conspiracy of magic and we have creativity, genius, writing, expression, and artistic flow coming to us. I've been seizing on that with getting all the things uh, set up that I needed to do the remaining steps to be um, online with the storefront as an intuitive and then also um, connecting with other light workers and super cool people to line up guests for my podcast because I think that will be a lot of fun and I I'm just meeting such variety and diversity of uh, honed abilities and um, I'm not calling them gifts anymore and a lot of people aren't they're all gifts that's the way to look at it we need to look at it as all being a gift because the reality is it's all really amazing and cool and we're all creating it and you can truly imagine as Noah Lampert would say anything that you want to be in your world. Um, we all have the ability to do all of these things for the most part that everyone else is doing. It's just a matter of what, you know, where your interests lie or whether you, where your passion takes you and directs you. I think part of what makes someone seem gifted or talented at something is that it's where their passion lies and so they do it in such a joyful unfettered unrestrained way that it uh, becomes mastery of that thing so you could do what I'm doing you could do what Reiki practitioners are doing you could do anything you decided to pursue so that's why I'm not calling them gifts anymore, but abilities. Um, but I've been uh, connecting with other people with all these amazing abilities, and I can't wait to have them come on and talk to you about it because I cannot possibly talk about everything all myself. I suppose some of you might be into that, but I, I would really enjoy having a little uh, exchange. So that pretty much wraps up our ascension weather and my personal journey this week. Um, I had to put on my cape yesterday and be someone's hero for a while. And uh, it was frustrating and annoying and um, not on the behalf of the person, but just annoying at all the 
dumb crap that happened surrounding it. But ultimately, I had confidence that I would be able to take care of it and that I had uh, Miss Queen of Materials there looking determined and sure of herself and I got it all done. And um, I think that you guys are going to have a special kind of week. As you go into the full moon, uh, be thinking about what you would like to bring into your world. Um, new moon is good for letting things go and full moon is great for bringing things in. Don't forget to charge your crystals if you want to do that. And, um, you know, it's funny. I used to be just bouncing off the walls with the full moon, but something flipped in the last year or so. And now when there's a full moon, I can barely stay awake. I just want to sleep for 12 hours. So I guess we'll pursue what that is another time. But I can't wait to talk to you guys about this uh, DNA brain activation assimilation process because I am experiencing this really powerful healing of parts of my body uh, in sequence and then um, also uh, a, a greater understanding of and a conscious perception of a process that I've been feeling since I was a small child when I would go to sleep, at least I thought I was, you know, just asleep and I would leave my body. The sensations that I had doing that when I was a child, I have them now, only they're happening when I'm awake and it's a very trippy experience. And um, more and more people are starting to talk about this multi-dimensional existence that uh, a lot of us are starting to just sort of live in all the time. It's kind of like, um, being in a meditative state most of the time, only you're fully aware and conscious and able to function in your life. Truly magical. So take care of yourselves, get lots of sleep, be kind, don't expect too much of yourself and be there for those that you love. Um, be wary of being overly suspicious or judgmental. Maybe step away from the internet, step away from the news, uh, step away from your relative that you disagree with about whatever. Um, go for a walk, play with your kids, pet your dog, you know, do things that make you happy if you start to feel overwhelmed by the world because creativity sometimes does come through pain but uh, most often you find the passion to release the pain through some kind of joy also so go out there and find some joy and if you would like a personal reading or you need some uh, ascension path coaching or you would like any help or you would like to be a guest on the podcast just reach me in all the places send me an email you can even leave me a voice message at anchor.fm uh, forward slash grooving goddess i love you all and i can't wait to talk to you next time